Hi guys, it's Anya and it's Lauren, and this is episode two of, of True, True Story Bro podcast. So, in our last episode, we talked about the Asian hate crimes and the Asian xenophobia in mm. America, specifically yeah. in California Pas- and Pasadena. Yeah. So this time, in our second episode, we wanted to center it more on home. Yeah, and we wanted to touch base and kind of shine light on, I guess, the mistreatment and inequity for Mm -hmm. domestic helpers and drivers. Yeah, in Hong Kong. Yeah, so in 2019, there were around 400,000 foreign domestic helpers in Hong Kong. And out of these, half of them were Filipino and the other half were from Indonesia. Which is crazy. That is crazy. And it, you know, Hong Kong is one of those places where it is very common to to see see a domestic helper around. And Hong Kong is actually one of the few places where domestic helpers are even a thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't normally see domestic helpers in other places around the world. Yeah, you know, and it actually, you know, they are working to, and most of the money actually goes to... Their families back home. Yeah, and... Yeah, because most domestic helpers, they leave their families back home at a really young age yeah. and go to another country abroad. To work and serve. Yeah, you know, and fam- to like make a better living so that they can support their family and to make sure that their children might possibly have a better future. But then also, you know, it is, you know, when it is mandatory, because it, it is mandatory for, you know, to stay with their owners. Yeah. This can actually lead to lots of abuse, whether it's verbal, psychological, sexual. There's a lot of things yeah um so there is there's actually multiple accounts of um foreign domestic helpers being abused Mm -hmm. but but we kind of wanted to talk a little just you know the two main ones that we kind of Mm -hmm, found when we were researching okay so we found this basically on a book from hans ladegaard who basically tells 300 helper stories of abuse and kind of examines its pattern and causes he kind of and he kind of tells you know us the steps that can be taken to safeguard them and deal with you know employers that kind of abuse their power so let's talk about the first story there Mm -hmm. um there you know there is this indonesian 28 year old helper which is already really young her name is marianne you know she forgot to put the butter on the breakfast table and then her employer quote-unquote shouts what is missing i reminded you many times you have a poor memory you better die why aren't you dead you better jump off the building and kill yourself you make me so angry every day. You better die. Just because she forgot the butter on the breakfast table. You know, after that, she was beaten over a period of four months by her Hong Kong employer, who made her work 16 hours a day, which is crazy, and sleep in the toilet. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, like 16 hours a day is more than most people work because most people normally work like nine to five jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they go home, they relax, watch some TV. But Plus, Marianne, the abuse. Yeah, Plus the abuse. Yeah, she like works 16 hours a day and she has like quite a horrible living condition, honestly. That is crazy. Sleeping in the toilet after working 16 working 16 hours a day. Like imagine, right? That's crazy. And sometimes she was dragged across the floor by her hair. You know, fortunately, she did use her mobile phone to record her beatings and to take pictures of her swollen face and bruises. But she is very lucky, I think, to yeah, still be she's, alive. She's really lucky to actually even have recorded this and to like have evidence that this happened. Yeah. Because sure. um, definitely a lot of like foreign domestic helpers 
like even if they get abused by their employer it's not like they can really go anywhere so they just take it and they don't do anything about it because as i said foreign domestic helpers they leave their families back home and travel abroad so it's not like they can just they live with their employers so it's not like they can just leave anytime rent out a hotel and just like stay there for like months yeah exactly but you know when we were researching this it was pretty hard to find actual you know people you know like it was hard to find the actual account that, w- that is because of the fact that you know you are risking your kind of future and career to share your story and you know sometimes they don't have the money for it mm-hmm. like f- like foreign domestic helpers you know they have to provide for their family but if they you know reach out and you know talk to someone and say you know i was abused or i was verbally abused they lose their job they lose money and they cannot support their family back home so it's kind of like they have to think about more than just themselves and they have to think about their children their spouses back home yeah so obviously it's difficult for them to share their stories and share their stories of abuse when they know that they're going to lose their job yeah they're not going to be mm-hmm. able to support their family age cares they force helpers to take contraceptives they don't give helpers day offs they don't allow helpers out in case they get pregnant or take part-time jobs which is crazy and they don't even they take away their passports yeah and like some employers they force their helpers to stay home and to not visit their family to not travel and visit their family because because they need help with something small like a barbecue barbecue. so imagine like not seeing your kids not seeing your mom not seeing your husband maybe for like a whole year and then on the one week that you get to go back home to visit them your employer says sorry you can't Uh, i forgot but i have a barbecue today and i need your help with it wow like imagine how that must Inequity. feel that is you're really just not good you're just so excited to see your family and then all of a sudden like your hope is shattered no seriously though like imagine just because for a small thing and they really they really have to think like i do think that you know they've basically learned that you know they don't think about themselves when they make the money they give it to their family in order for their children or their spouse you know to even live yeah and to have a better life and some employers like even though they have like a big house a big apartment they force their helpers to live in like yeah they sleep on the sleep in the toilet sleep on the floor that is crazy and that's just like not okay because there are like they have they have like they live in like an apartment they can they can afford to give their helpers enough room to sleep comfortably yeah i remember you know when we my family was searching for you know homes like new homes you know around you know thai town just because i live close and we were looking at you know the helper homes and they were so so small yeah it's it's crazy it's smaller it's literally the size of a small bathroom and it's sad you know because real estate people you know when they're making these apartments they already assume you know this is this is their way of life this is how they should live which is not good it's so small it's 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 not something that should be normal but I mean, it's even normalized. If, yeah, like Anya said, even if you're looking at homes and you're looking all around, the rooms for the helpers are just tiny. They're and meanwhile, so like the rooms for like the employers or for the children, they're, so they're much, just so much bigger. Of course, they should be bigger, but not that small. Like they should not like be the, that small. The size ratio should not be that big. It's it really is. You know, it's sad that Hong Kong has kind of normalized the fact that this is 
normal. This is normal because it's not normal. It should not be normal. And there's actually lots of racism that I've actually witnessed from my friends who are Filipino or Indonesian. You know, I, I had a friend from abroad who um, was Filipino and she came here to visit, you know, just because she could. And we hung out, you know, we went to the malls, you know, normal, just having like friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we went to inside a restaurant and she was not allowed inside. I was, you know, I was 11 at the time and I was confused. Why is she not allowed inside? You know, we're we're same age, whatever. And that I realized now, you know, when I asked my parents why she was not allowed, it was because of her ethnicity and because of how she looked. Especially because she can't change her ethnicity. She can't change her skin color. Exactly. It's part of who she is. And if people can't accept that and if people treat others differently because of that, which I mean, honestly, happens like all around the world, like so oftenly. Like, imagine how it'll feel if you're not allowed into a certain place because of, you of who you are. Like, yeah. it's part of you. It's and, like, obviously that'll, like, cause somebody to feel ashamed of it. And they shouldn't feel that way because you are you and you should be proud of yourself. Yeah, and who you are. Sometimes you can't, though, just to, I guess, just because society doesn't think you are. Yeah. So, obviously, most... A lot of these accounts are kept private. Yeah. So that um, the foreign domestic helpers are keep able so to keep their jobs. And make their make their money. But we were able to find another story. And this was around a, a girl, again, a female foreign domestic helper. Her name was Nicole. You know, she was just preparing lunch for her family that she worked for. Like, like, like she did every day for a year. And then her boss, a stay-at-home mother of two, basically spent her days watching over her employee and accused her and accused Nicole of cooking with dirty water from the cutting board then basically the woman apparently snapped pushed her to the ground dragged her dragged her by the arms to the door and threw her beaten body out of the party that is that is crazy that is, that is sick you know there's 665,000 other four domestic workers in Hong Kong were called that day in January and you know quote unquote this is what Nicole said the officer checked my body and I did not know there was a wound on my back um, this, you know, this was an injustice. I did not deserve this, she said. And that, I completely agree with that. It's all of these tiny things, like not putting butter on the table, or, like, maybe being accused. Not There's not even actual yeah. evidence of cooking with dirty water. Yeah. And it definitely should not happen. Like, if you do something so small, you make a small mistake. It's not even on purpose. And you get, like, abused physically and verbally. It's just... It's sad. It's... It's also a bit embarrassing to see how people think it's okay to treat others like this. But, you know, like, Nicole's story and Marianne's story are not... It's not unusual in Hong Kong. Yeah, and it actually... It helps to, like, show that there are accounts of this happening. And even though we might not know a lot of it, like, this thing is happening. Nicole's experience is actually seriously just one of many. Yeah, and especially because, obviously... Nicole's story of horrific abuse is a traumatic experience and a lot of these foreign domestic helpers after they experience something so traumatic Mm -hmm. they don't want to continue working as a foreign domestic helper but they They don't yeah they don't want to continue helping another family like obviously they're worried yeah oh is she going to hit me is she going to yell at me so they have to they have to work But they have to they have to think of more than just themselves they have to think of their families and they have to continue working it's almost it's almost like a trap it's like a cycle of mm-hmm. just like violence and debt 
always just constantly in the back of your mind violence debt violence debt it's crazy and even if it's just like something so small like not saying please or thank you we should always just remember that we need to treat others with respect and that you know this is they are humans they are humans we need to treat them like humans we can't think of them and we should never ever think of somebody as inferior Mm -hmm, for sure yeah and we need to treat them with the proper respect say like even if it's something small as i said like saying please or thank you we need to do that more often yeah i definitely agree you know this this there's there's social injustice happening everywhere in the world and injustice inequity mistreatment in hong kong i think this is probably one of the most um main kind of you know very very transparent kind of um mistreatment mistreatment experiences and you know people know it but they do not take action it's sad it really is and as anya and i were researching we also found out that foreign domestic helpers with driving duties often make eight thousand to twelve thousand a month meanwhile local drivers make more more money and it's more along more along the lines of ten thousand to fifteen thousand dollars a month that imagine yeah that's a really big like like you seven thousand difference just because of how you look or five thousand or three thousand that's a really that's crazy like those seven thousand dollars could like those seven thousand dollars could do so So much much for somebody even if even even if it is already very little for living in hong kong that is still crazy that is and most foreign domestic um drivers they're hired underneath the category of domestic helpers with license to drive and meanwhile the local drivers are just like all they do is drive and they don't even have to do any house chores but they get paid so much more wow they get paid maybe like seven thousand more meanwhile the foreign domestic helpers drivers they get they have to drive their employers and they also have to drive the children around and they make less like they're doing more but they're making less it's so like it's so plain to see but no one takes action yeah and also just like many people they take the domestic helpers for granted mainly because it's been a part of their lives for so long yeah exactly like they've grown up with it Mm -hmm. and they've lived in hong kong their whole lives they don't know like what life is like without a domestic helper and i think they that get used to it that's just yeah, that's just it so anyway that is basically what we kind of wanted to talk about this is something that we were not very familiar with but after you know making a podcast we you know really immersed ourselves in this and we learned a lot and we hope you did too and so yeah yeah we'll see you, see in you the next, next episode. episode bye, bye.